Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, They are on the streets of Manteca, California to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder... It's hard to stomach a series of murders that seems preventable. On December 20th, 2006, a man was executed for crimes he was able to commit due to slow police response and leaving a city without officers knowing. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Very little is known about Gong Rumbo's life prior to the event that made him infamous in China. We know that he was born on July 6, 1973, and according to the reports, was witness to his own uncle's murder at a young age. He was also a man convicted of raping young girls in 1996, but unfortunately was released after just eight years behind bars. Now a free man, 32-year-old Gong, with no job, no prospects, and no real ties to one place, somehow skirted around his police check-in and eventually settled in what was described as a slum near the city of Giamusi. 
spending his days playing games at a local internet cafe and mostly keeping to himself, not long after his arrival, police in the city started to notice a string of young children that seemed to go missing without a trace. Children that, from March of 2005 to February of 2006, were lured away from safety by Gong Rumbo, taken to his apartment, sexually assaulted, and then murdered. Ranging in age from just 9 to 16, he murdered at least six children. Though, by forensic evidence, police believe that number might just be over 20. Also luring and molesting at least five others between the ages of 12 and 13, as the numbers steadily grew, mothers were running to the police and begging them for updates on their missing children. Though slow to catch the pattern, police eventually started to connect each of the young people together and realized that there was a serial killer operating in their city. Then came the break that they needed to put an end to the devastation. One of Gong's newest victims managed to get away and ran down a narrow street. Happening upon two officers on patrol, the terrified child was unable to really speak, but eventually managed to tell the officers where he had run from. With one staying with the child, the other officer ran down to the direction of the slum to investigate, and after passing a few empty houses, happened upon a broken window. Looking inside, the officer saw what looked like a naked man riding a rocking horse. A toy that, with accounts differing, was either a run-of-the-mill wooden rocking horse or one made of cobbled-together body parts. Either way, Gong Runbo was arrested on February 28, 2006, when he left his home to go to one of his favorite cafes. Raiding his home, police found decomposing remains for at least four children and over a dozen pairs of small shoes. Because there were only bone pieces and partial remains, the exact victim count was impossible to determine. They do know, however, that the four bodies that were found somewhat intact each showed signs of sexual abuse. From what the investigators managed to piece together, Gong lured the children away from those internet cafes, despite rules limiting their access. Children who came from homes with working parents and were often left alone and unsupervised. Though they did eventually put a stop to the serial killer, the public criticized the police and their slow response to the missing children reports. Allowing Gong Rumbo to kill for nearly a year, they admitted to the failure that might have cost at least six children their lives. Sentenced to death in July of 2006, Gong Runbo was executed by gunshot on either December 20th, December 31st, or in January of 2007, depending on the report. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on December 21st. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.